0: don't cause a ruckus is a completely fan produced show of the fan controlled sports and entertainment network the first ever open source professional sports league controlled entirely by you the fans if you'd like to watch live tune into our twitch youtube or social
1: media channels every wednesday at 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific now
0: it's time for don't cause a ruckus with aj and jose ruckus
1: What's up, Internet? Welcome to Don't Cause a Ruckus, the sports debate show that tries not to take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Jose Ruckus, and joining me is not my good friend and arch rival, AJ Ka. No, he's at an AEW show tonight. Couldn't make it. So instead, we got McKenna May. Mac, what's going on?
0: It's me! Hi!
1: Thanks for coming on the show. I needed a guest, of course. You know, you and I work on many, many projects together, so I figured, yeah, why not? Why not have Mac here? Yes,
0: I'm very, very excited. Sports time!
1: It's sports time. If you didn't know, don't cause a ruckus. Goes live on Twitch.tv/slash Fan Controlled Sports every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Then it goes up on YouTube and podcast services the next day. Just check the fan controlled feed. We got a whole bunch of stuff. There's sports going on right now that we're probably going to end up talking about. There were sports going on last night. There's all kinds of history being made in sports. Entertainment news. There's big news. This is a huge week. AJ picked a bad week to take off. I'll tell you what.
0: (laughs) He did. The sports are happening. All of almost all of them.
1: Almost all of them. That's that's very true. Freddie Arrow, the the ruckus will be maxed out tonight. (laughs) Yes, it is. This is maximum ruckus right here.
0: Yes, (laughs) it's happening.
1: Okay, well, I think the place I want to start McKenna is Mm -hmm. last night. The first of the NBA play in games went down. We had the Hawks versus the Heat. We had the Lakers versus the Timberwolves. They were interesting games. Um, that's that's how I'll start it started off. They were they were very very interesting. But we're just gonna go. We're gonna do a full like breakdown of the games, talk about them, and then we're gonna take we're gonna have our big takeaways. Each of us has a big takeaway for these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game was the Atlanta Hawks versus the Miami Heat. Um, and this it started off the trend of last night, McKenna. Bad basketball. This is bad basketball happening in the playing tournaments right now. Oh. Um. The the Heat. Looked the worst that they have all year. Um, Kevin Love, who was one of the big acquisitions that the Miami made at the deadline, he played about four minutes in the game and then they had to check him out because he can't play defense anymore.
0: It's not good.
1: Um, Trey Young, star of the Hawks, normally a dude who struggles playing against the Heat because they're very good defensively had absolutely no trouble last night. They absolutely dominated them. Jimmy Butler, star of the Miami Heat, didn't show up at all. Looked terrible out there. Um, so they're moving on and they they get uh, they take the seventh seed now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're going to have to go up against the Atlanta Hawks Going to be facing off against the Boston Celtics.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: think that they've got a chance. This is going to be a, a theme that we'll talk about in a little bit, but I really don't think that coming out of the playing tournament, they're going to have a chance against the Boston Celtics. Mac. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat. Do you have a takeaway from this game? At all?
0: Um, you know, Kevin Love... I almost broke his hand. So, you know, maybe this is just a residual from that, um... You
1: almost broke Kevin Love's hand?
0: Yeah, he was, uh... <laughs> when I was shadowing for the Sixers, uh, we were walking through a hallway, and he was stretching there, and he had his hand right where I was supposed to put my foot. I didn't know who it was at the time, and then he started that night, and I was like, that's the man's hand I almost broke.
1: Um never heard that you almost stepped on Kevin Love's hand. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I I could like see the ESPN notification now in turn breaks Kevin Love's hand out for rest of the season.
1: So yeah, that is, probably that probably would have ended your production career.
0: Oh, in, absolutely. In
1: sports, if you broke a player's hand <laughs> right before a game.
0: Yeah, it didn't it didn't go it would not have gone very well.
1: No, no, no at all. No, I
0: didn't. I'm still here.
1: Uh, my my big takeaway from this is gonna be um, Trey Young is really really good when the pressure's on and the playoffs in the playoffs when it really matters that dude's a dude who can play. Uh, typically that's what Jimmy Butler does, but this time it was Trey Young. So um, yeah, that's my p- playoff Trey. It's a real thing. I sort of like because he he went off a couple years ago. You know, beat beat the New York Knicks, did the whole shush thing. Um, Upset the your your Philadelphia 76ers big time in the playoffs and stuff. I think I think uh, playoff Trey Young. I think he steps it up during the playoffs, which is a really good quality to have in a player. Um, The next games that we had was uh, the Los Angeles Lakers versus uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. This was one of the worst basketball games with like stakes I've ever watched. Uh both teams both teams were really, really bad. Um it got to the uh the second half and the Timberwolves essentially just stopped playing basketball. Uh, they 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 started getting a lot of fouls, the Lakers took over. There was something like a 23 to 3 uh uh free throw difference between the two teams. Um hilariously, LeBron James Barely any time left on the clock. Just a couple seconds, drives to the basket, kicks it out. Uh, They they make a three point up three points. Barely any time left on the clock, Uh, a second. I think one point seven seconds is left on the clock. Uh, Timberwolves get the ball and Anthony Davis fouls a guy taking a really bad shot at point one seconds left in the game. Gets gets three free throws, sinks all three of them, of course. And it, it went to overtime where, uh, again, the Timberwolves just didn't play basketball in overtime. It was it was really, really. This is terrible basketball. Um, I don't. I've been a big, big fan of the play in tournament.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's been around for a couple of years now. I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of drama. These two games that we saw last night are like a pretty good argument that we don't need the play in tournament because both, all these teams suck.
0: <laughs> Which leads I- me. I'm gonna oh. be honest with you. Didn't know the play-in tournament was a thing until uh, today. <laughs> oh, Mac, I thought you it was wa- You watched no- the
1: play-in tournament with me. Yeah, I know. Two years ago, we watched Lakers versus <laughs> Golden State Warriors in the play-in tournament.
0: I know we did. I don't think I realized what was happening. <laughs> I have no, like, idea of how of like regular season ending and like postseason beginning for any of the sports. So i just mm. i just assumed it was regular season Well, the, the play-in
1: tournament they pretend that it's not the playoffs right mm-hmm. like they pretend that oh well they're they're, they're fighting to get into playoffs <laughs> but it's it's still just playoffs I mean, they just made the playoffs longer <laughs> so it mm-hmm. yeah it creates it creates this weird it's it's not the regular season but it's not mm-hmm. the playoffs it's this it's... thing that happens in between
0: it's like the time between when a new president is elected and like he's inaugurated, yes.
1: this is like the lame duck NBA <laughs> yeah. part of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big takeaway for this, as the Los Angeles Lakers, they're going to go on to face the uh, the two seed Memphis Grizzlies. My big takeaway mm-hmm. from this is that um, they don't have a chance against the Tim- uh, against the Grizzlies. I don't think they do at all. Um, I just saw a stat today. Um, no team. So this is the third year I think that the the play-in tournament's been around. So far, not a single play-in team has won a playoff series. Wow. Yeah, it's... these we don't gotta we don't gotta do the play-ins. The play the play-ins it's it's just making the end of the season regular season basketball games. Mm-hmm. They're just it's just increasing the ratings for it. That's all I do. These teams don't have a chance at these games. It's yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I uh, They, I need to see some upsets until, before I start enjoying the play-in tournament because the fact that we're here, there's now been, what, it's got to be eight teams have come out of the play-in tournament now Oh, wow. and not a single one of them has won a series? That's bad. Oh.
0: They had not good, Yeah, <laughs> not good odds.
1: Mac, do you have a takeaway from Lakers versus Timberwolves?
0: Um. Well, the Laker you you can't beat a bear, so uh, bears will make that's you true.
1: Up. It's it's hard to it's hard to hard to defeat a bear.
0: Yeah, especially like grizzly bear. Mm. That's like the not, worst kind of bear. That's the worst kind. Of, you're not making it out of there. I don't know what a Laker is. It's not a bear.
1: It's a person who lives on a lake. I assume. Oh,
0: it's a person. Okay, even worse. They can't. People can't beat bears.
1: <laughs> that I mean. That, that's 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 a fair assessment. I don't know if I agree with it, but it's a fair assessment. A bear is very hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they can't beat it, but it it is it's very very difficult. Mm-hmm. Polar bear, no doubt. You think a polar bear is worse than a grizzly bear? Because I think, I, I think it's got to. I think the grizzly bear is like the the toughest kind of bear.
0: It depends what climate are we in. Ice, like worse snowy out. Polar bears. Because they're know, camouflage, right?
1: You might not even right. see it coming.
0: Exactly. Grizzly bear on snow, though, you'll see it coming. Mm-hmm. We switch that polar bear in the woods, you'll see that. It's
1: an Grizzly excellent bear one. bear in the
0: woods. It just depends where we are.
1: So we got the next next round of playing games. <laughs> One's currently going on right now as mm-hmm. the uh, the Toronto Raptors are beating the brakes off of the Chicago Bulls right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a classic mid off both of these teams. Super mid, um, that I, it doesn't matter the, the results of the game that's being played right now do not matter because one of these teams is going to have to go play against the Milwaukee Bucks and neither of them stands stands a chance beating the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo would have to have his knees explode <laughs> moments before stepping onto the court for either of these teams to have a chance beating him, so this is this is it's just it doesn't it really doesn't matter this this is a totally pointless game that's going to lead to a pointless series yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. it sucks uh but later on tonight about starting about halfway through this show there's going to be the pelicans versus the oklahoma city thunder um this one's kind of maybe a little bit interesting the Pelicans are unfortunately like Zion Williamson still isn't playing. He's in and out constantly. And I just don't care about the Pelicans. If Zion Williamson isn't like I don't care about CJ McCollum. I watched him play in Portland for several years. I think he's totally fine. <laughs> Jason, right? McKenna would had to step on all the players hands in order for the Milwaukee Bucks to lose. Absolutely true.
0: <laughs> Send me up you know so then, I don't work yeah. there I, they can't I they mean, can't they can't hire you for
1: stepping on people's hands exactly. in Milwaukee
0: no that's the, the there's no laws there saying that I can't so
1: <laughs> what I will say is interesting <laughs> though because this is this is on the flip side of last time right this is the 9-10 game that's going to be happening later Pelicans mm-hmm. versus OKC they have way more of a chance against the Nuggets than the Raptors are going to have against the Bucks. Because the Nuggets still haven't gotten it done in the playoffs. They're just a team that's like really, really good in the regular season. They have a bunch of good players, but just like are never really competitors in in the in the playoffs. Like I don't think they've even made it to a Western Conference Finals. It's it's great, and they, I mean we're talking about a dude who's been a two time MVP. He's has a chance to be a three time MVP this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just don't they don't show up in the playoffs. So like having a having a ninth, tenth seed upset them. It's very unlikely, but not nearly as unlikely. We we, we would only need you to step on like one or two bench players hands like. Oh, cool. Yeah,
0: Okay, that's good.
1: (laughs) Any 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 interest in the NBA playoffs, McKenna? I know that you're like doing some stuff around the Philadelphia Mm -hmm. 76ers right now and they're a playoff team. So like, are you interested in the NBA playoffs?
0: It'd be nice if we won um because of the sixers. Um also I think the <laughs> my sister's emotions rely on how well the suns do. Um Okay. So that because when they lost uh, well, a couple years ago, yep. it was not good. Really. Emotions were high. It was Well now, good.
1: I mean they have they have Kevin Durant. Like honestly, like mm-hmm. they're the team that like right now. I kind of put them up like they can beat anybody. Like that roster is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Especially having Ke- like they were a good roster that added Kevin Durant, who's one of like the, the mm-hmm. best players. As long as he stays healthy, like mm-hmm. they 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 definitely could do it. Do you think it would be better for your sister's emotions to have them make it to the finals and lose, or lose before getting to the finals?
0: Oh, lose before they get to the finals. I haven't experienced that, but it's going to be better than getting to the final well your sister
1: is a cowboys fans and they Uh, they always lose in the playoffs
0: oh yeah so how is that bad she's kind of prepared for it um i suppose um she she's had however long she's had many years to prep for it so we're just carving
1: out a little bit of time in the show to dunk on your sister
0: (laughs) i'm gonna send this to her later (laughs) you know you should have can't defend yourself bud like Cowboys, how can you? Terrible team.
1: Yeah, maybe my like least favorite team of all time. Honestly,
0: it was a triple stumper on Jeopardy last night. What team did Jerry Jones own? That really tells you right there. I knew it. That's an easy question. I know. That's what I was thinking. Jeopardy
1: nerds, come on.
0: They don't know sports.
1: Well, let's talk about sports that Mac really knows because oh, Mac, yeah. like, honestly, you're like probably the most educated soccer person that I know. Oh. So I just want like, give me, cause we're getting to the end of like the, the premier league season, right? Mm-hmm. That's about to finish up. And we just got to the start of the MLS season. Yes. So just, mm-hmm. just give me some, just give me a wrap up. Let me know what's going on in the world of soccer right now. Cause I only like casually pay attention
0: let me tell you what's going down everything's going down um so arsenal currently at the top they have i believe a six point lead over man city in the table um uh yeah no six yes i was correct six point lead um so with what like a month left unless arsenal messes up somehow which i don't they've been playing this well so far I don't are see so famous up. for
1: messing things up though.
0: That is very true. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did mess it up, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they actually,
1: you're did. not going to be surprised either way.
0: Oh no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, um, man city. Let me tell you what man city. Erling Holland is killing it, which I mean, you could have told me that back in August and I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. He just, uh, yesterday, during the Champions League game, he became, uh, he scored his 45th goal of the season. He now holds the record, um, for the, uh, most goals by a Premier League player in a single season. Um, God, that's, no, I lied to you. That's not correct. <laughs> uh, that, that is not correct. I don't know what else. I did these notes during lunch. I was eating a, a red velvet, uh, Role thing, I don't really remember. Clive Allen holds the record. He scored 49 goals in all competition, Hmm. in all competitions when he played for Tottenham in 1986, 1987. This is a 36-year record, and Holland's probably going to break it. Um, he's already on 45, and there's still
1: so he's only got to score four more goals. He's only got to score
0: across any competition. He still there's still Champions League. They destroyed Bayern Munich yesterday. It was still the first game in the aggregate. Um, and he still has however many games left, um, in the Premier League. And he's he's, averaging... he's
1: like, he scores a lot.
0: He scores a lot. He's great to have on your fantasy Premier League team. Make him captain, you'll get the points. Um, we also had... Yeah, I don't know what this, what this means. Record for Premier League player in single season. But then I completely go against what I just said. Anyway, I digress. Tottenham um played I usually don't like talking about Tottenham but I really like um one of their players Sonny he scored his 100th Premier League goal in their game against Brighton um and he's the first Asian player to score 100 goals in the Premier League so woo very cool um I really like him uh Chelsea my team stinks um right now <laughs> um we're yeah they've,
1: they've got substitute coach frank lampard going right now right mm. who is um yeah now already got
0: fired once he already got fired once and yet they're like we'll bring you back for a month um they lost to the wolves on saturday um today we just lost in the first game of the aggregate um two nil to real madrid maybe we'll come back if we come back next week and win uh, my coworker said he's going to give me a cake, so I hope we come back. It's exciting. My, just for my cake. If not, I don't know.
1: If not, Frank Lampard owes you a cake.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He owes me a cake. Send a cake to Philadelphia, Frank. He seems <laughs> Frank. That's awesome. Frank, come on. <laughs> um, the MLS... Union's not doing too hot either. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I was really shocked to see this. Because I haven't been paying attention to MLS at all, so I just, like, pulled mm-hmm. up, like, oh, let's take a look at what's going on on the table. I was like, wow, Philly Union, uh, just from being the best team last year mm-hmm. all the way up until they lost in the championship there, like, bottom half of the table right now.
0: Yeah, we're currently uh, number 10 in the Eastern Conference. Um, we, we... Uh, Lost this number one Cincinnati on Saturday, one nil, but still a loss. Um, I, I mean, the the season is still young, but it's not <laughs> starting off strong. And Philadelphia just needs something in general, and this is not the something that we want or what we need. We need yeah. Philadelphia
1: has been losing a lot lately.
0: Yeah, let well, me tell you. Well, they've been what.
1: winning a lot, but then losing. And right. And then at the
0: losing, end. which is heartbreaking. Going back to your asking, like, would you rather her, my sister, be losing the in the playoffs or losing the finals? Losing in the finals is terrible. <laughs> this, and we have done it, um, th- three times now in since November.
1: Yeah, in like, it's rare that you see a city go to so many finals in sports and lose mm-hmm. them all. Like normally when this happens, it's like you think about like Tampa Bay, right? Where they had the Buccaneers and the Lightning, both make it to the finals, both win. Or Boston with the Bruins and the Patriots. They both got there, mm-hmm. they both win. I think they, uh, the Steelers and the Penguins did it a couple times mm-hmm. too. I haven't, I can't remember ever seeing a, a city go, okay, we're gonna go to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they went to the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, they lost. Mm-hmm. Then they, you know, you get a World Series, you'll lose. Go to the Super Bowl, you'll lose. You go, it's, they're losing every single sport.
0: It, it's awful. And we lost in the World Series and the MLS finals on the same day, hours apart. Talk about soul crushing. I felt the, the city was not the city of brotherly love that night. It was a city of tears. We're not, and the Phillies—they're not doing too hot right now. They're yep. four and eight. ML or uh, Union's number ten. I, Eastern I do
1: really think the Phillies are going to bounce back, though.
0: I think I think, hope the, I think so. the Phillies
1: are a very very good baseball team, and baseball's weird. Like starting mm-hmm. off super hot isn't necessarily like a, a conducive to winning a World Series.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: I still got I still got belief in the Phillies.
0: Good, we need hope. And then the, the Flyers didn't even make it to the playoffs. For the Stanley Cup. We're done tomorrow. So, we, we were, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Let me tell you what. And Philadelphia is not a city to be in when you're losing.
1: No, no, it's really or not. We're winning
0: for that matter, but particularly losing. Our polls are greased outside no matter what.
1: That's really it's, great.
0: It's terrible. But you know what? The, the, the U.S., Women's team won last night in a friendly. So,
1: yeah, they, they're look, they beat they beat Ireland last week. Mm-hmm. They're looking pretty good. Lost a yep. key player, unfortunately, mm-hmm. like right before the World Cup. But yeah, um,
0: but still a lot of women, reasons so. to
1: think that they're going to be really good.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's we got we got a few more months until World Cup, but yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Woo.
1: Well, we talked about the Phillies not starting off the MLB season super hot, but one team is starting the, the season off super hot. Okay. And just so you know. This this graphic here—it's already out of date. It's already it's already wrong, and it, I, I believe it's about to continue. Yeah. So, um, since I made this yesterday afternoon, <laughs> the Rays are now twelve and zero.
0: What?
1: Yes, the Rays just won another game, like right now. Oh they won gosh. last night and then they won right now. So the Rays are now twelve and zero. So ignore the graphic, but it's still <laughs> one of the best starts in MLB history. Let's talk about it. So. At the time, when I made this graphic, the Rays had just tied. Um, the. Uh, they were the first team since like 1987 to oh. start off the season 10-0. Now they're 12-0. The record for the best start by an MLB team is 13-0, which is a tie between um, the 87 Brewers and the 82 Braves. So we're just one win away from them tying the all-time record for the longest win streak to start off in the MLB season. Um, yeah, Freddie Armel, of course, Freddie, stats guy, always has the best stats. Run differential of plus 65.
0: Whoa.
1: Uh, the next best is the New York Yankees with a plus 28 oh, run
0: differential. Wow.
1: So they've scored 65 more runs than they've given up. Uh, they are they're really, really great because, like, their pitching is really, really good. Their hitting has been great right now. They are, like, one thing that was really interesting about the team because they went to, you know, the World Series just a couple years ago, and they watching them now, they feel like a different team because they were very much a small ball team that was built mm-hmm. around, you know, create, creating runs very craftily, hitting a lot of doubles, singles, and stuff like that, and building runs. They're hitting a lot of home runs now. So they're getting dudes on base and then clearing them off pretty great. They're a really, really good teams. Uh, yeah, but we're, uh, Freddie Airmail points out, yeah, uh, the 13-0 teams, both of them didn't win the World Series. Like I said, baseball is, this This is what's tough about baseball, is that it's a extremely long season. We're talking about almost 200 games in a season. Mm-hmm. So starting off a season super hot, like by the time you're getting into playoff mode, that was so long ago, it doesn't even matter. A lot of teams actually, it's like, It's really more about who gets hot at the right time at the end of the season, who starts playing really good baseball towards the end of the season. But the Rays, we already knew that they were good, and now they seem like they're really, really good. There's no way that they're just going to carry off, you know, be this good all season. But like. Wow. 12 and 0 to start a season. That's just (laughs) incredible. It's so hard to win baseball games
0: Uh, that it kind of hurts my head like I, that baseball you got you got to hit a lot of dingers for that
1: gotta hit some dingers
0: gotta hit some dingers yeah how have they done the grand slam um this i don't know probably had common, a grand slam at some i don't know point. how common grand slams are I just know that that's a Denny's breakfast, and it also happens in baseball.
1: Yeah, uh, Grand Slams aren't like, like we've had a couple Grand Slams already this year. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the Rays have had one. I I haven't seen it come up. Normally, I'll tell you what, I know when a Grand Slam happens, because I really only watch Giants baseball games. I'll tell you that much right now. Everything else, I'm watching highlights. Baseball's got great highlights. So I see a Grand Slam when it comes on the Twitter timeline. That's how I know that a team has hit the Grand Slam, and I haven't seen the Rays do it yet um the sh- jason jason points out the shorter games shorter games are really changing a lot in baseball right now i love it i love how short the games are now i don't have to sit and watch a baseball game for four hours anymore i'm really excited to go to a stadium and not have to be there for three and a half hours um yeah
0: do you think that the pitching clock and the shorter games are the reason why the rays are doing so well or is it just because they're that good
1: i wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with it i've seen a lot of pitchers uh max scherzer especially not a race player but he's on the mets but Mm -hmm. um just as an example he's a dude who's really trying to max out the strategy of the pitch clock
0: Mm -hmm.
1: either by pitching extremely fast to batters before they can get ready or making them sit in the batter's box until the very last second to throw a pitch like Pitchers are really gaming the system here, and I think a lot of the batters haven't quite adjusted to the pitch clock yet. I think the Mm -hmm. pitchers made the adjustment way before the batters have. So it might be part of it. Their pitching has been really, really good. Like we're talking about, this is like an insane run differential. So that might be a big part of what's going on here. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and as pointed out, yeah, they're gonna have to go face the Blue Jays pretty soon. I picked the Blue Jays to win this division, Right now, that's looking like not a great pick. I still think the Blue Jays are the better baseball team, though. I think that they're really, really good. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. that's, that's a good upset alert for Eddie. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm happy baseball's back, McKenna. Mm-hmm. Previous years, if we started off the season and the Giants were doing, like, what they do now, where it's like, We're like a 500 team. We show up, we have a terrible game, and then we have a great game, and then we have a terrible game, and then we have a great game. I would already be done with baseball. I'd be like, I'm gonna watch Giants games. I'm not really gonna care. But with the pitch clock, a bunch of changes, baseball's way more fun now, and I'm super into baseball. Um, Batting averages are up. Batting averages are way up right now.
0: Whoa.
1: The entire sport for, like, a couple years now has been, like, just try to hit home runs. Just swing as hard as you can, strike out a million times, and if you get one home run in that, You're doing good, dudes are getting on base. I love it. Baseball's back.
0: Baseball's back. All right. Baseball's back.
1: There's another team right now, McKenna, who has a who just had a, a historic season. Yes. The Boston Bruins had what may be the best hockey season of all time. So they set the record for most single season wins with what was it, 100, Um, they have 133 points, so they also have the most points ever scored in an in NHL season.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you know praise. which game it was against when it broke the record?
1: Was it against the Flyers? It
0: was against the Flyers on Sunday. Philadelphia. <laughs> At the Wells Fargo Center.
1: Oof, feels bad to be in Philadelphia right now. It's not great. But uh, this team is just like, They've been like quietly, I mean, cause like, let's be honest, hockey's like the fourth, fifth most popular sport. So they're mm-hmm. not getting a whole bunch of shine on them. Mm-hmm. This kind of makes me want to pay attention to the NHL playoffs though. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like, how often do you, a team set the record for the most points ever scored in a season. That's pretty right. crazy.
0: <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what will happen. I don't even know who's all in the playoffs. No, I know it's not the Flyers. Um. And I guess the I the, 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 the playoff brackets
1: there. the playoff bracket is not finished yet I think there's oh. still a couple games that need to be oh, played and right. put out tiebreakers so we can figure it out I think what's likely going to happen is that the Florida Panthers are going to have to face the um the Bruins and the Panthers have been pretty good they were the team they were the best regular season team last year and they lost in the first round of the playoffs I believe um which is actually something that happens quite often in hockey Mm-hmm. like being the best team in the season is actually kind of like a scary position to be in, <laughs> especially when you score a lot because scoring goes way down in the playoffs. So look, I'm just, I'm pretend I'm going to put the Bruins on upset alert in the playoffs. <laughs> if you got if you're doing your betting, anything like that, I'm just going to tell you, I mean, I would bet against the Bruins in these series because I bet a lot of the money's going to come in on betting on, the winningest team of all time, I bet. I bet you're gonna have some very nice point spreads, some very favorable odds, and it's it's difficult because the, the playoff hockey is so much different than regular season hockey, and it's way harder to score. So, I'm just gonna tell you, mm-hmm.
0: upset alert. You gotta get that big cup. Yeah, sprite it's in all about getting
1: cup. the big cup. Big cup. Drink a sprite out of it. You know,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. That's all that matters.
1: Yeah. That's that. That really is all that matters.
0: It really is. <laughs> Didn't they drop it one year? Like a couple probably.
1: Years ago? It seems yeah. heavy.
0: It does seem heavy, and plus, like you're skating on ice, like you're already balanced trying to balance your body weight, let alone a big, big old cup.
1: I would definitely drop the Stanley Cup if somebody handed it to me. Oh yeah, I go
0: straight it down. It seems just
1: big and cumbersome and heavy, and yeah, I would. I would. I would absolutely drop it.
0: Um, I'm going to Google, how heavy is the Stanley Cup?
1: Yeah, give me that kind of it's information. That's the stuff I need to know about.
0: 34 and a half pounds.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. But it's so, it's so big. It looks like it's at least 70 pounds. Oh What's yeah. it made out of, tin foil?
0: <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, let me see, the Stanley Cup material. Um, let's see, silver and nickel alloy.
1: Hmm. It's kind of sus. Oh. Kind of sus for it to be so light.
0: Yeah. Well, let us touch the Stanley Cup and see for ourselves. We need that's, to... That's,
1: they, the Stanley Cup is, like, the most accessible of any of the major sports. Because every single player, like, gets it for a day. And they oh, just wow. get to do whatever they want with it. And it seems like the only <laughs> thing the players ever want to do with it is just show up and drink out of it with a bunch of people.
0: That's awesome.
1: So, yeah, it's definitely... We, we can we can hold the stanley cup probably
0: okay. that seems doable that seems doable
1: yeah well, let's get on that mm-hmm. patrick d's get us in the same room as the stanley cup
0: can we do like a trophy tour and like hold all the different trophies and like compare them
1: that would actually be a really good idea because then we could like we could rank the trophies talking about yeah. what it's like to lift it up What's the usability? Cause like Lombardi right. trophy looks really cool. You can't drink a Sprite out of it.
0: No, you can't. And I don't know if anyone has ever done, held all of the, tro- I'm sure there's someone, but like documented holding all the trophies mm. and giving their thoughts in a like, in a Freddie Airmail
1: asked a great question. If you were one of the people who got to take the Stanley Cup for a day, what would you do with it?
0: First, I would drink a Sprite out of it mm-hmm. and then I would probably just, like, tote it around, maybe put it in the car, drive it around, show him the sights of Harrisburg, show Stanley. I'm gonna call him Stan. Stanley, yeah,
1: your man Stan.
0: Yeah, my man Stan, exactly. Show him the sights of Harrisburg. Maybe go to Hershey Park, do a few roller coasters with Stan. I'd okay, probably have to cool. hold him. Yeah. I don't know if the lap belts, he doesn't have hands to hold that's on. That's true. But, you know, just t- you do a little adventure.
1: First thing I would do if I got the Stanley Cup for a day, mm-hmm. You ever been to like a, like this, a, you go to like a Starbucks or a Dunkin yeah. or whatever, and people like they'll bring their own cup and mm-hmm. be like, just make it in my to go cup. Mm-hmm. I would show up into the Starbucks and be like, can you make the coffee in my to go cup being the Stanley Cup? And then I would drink my coffee out of the Stanley Cup.
0: Hear me out. 7-Eleven. Fill
1: it up with a Slurpee? Fill it up with
0: a Slurpee.
1: <laughs> this, see, this is what I'm talking about. The play, the, the NHL players are not using the Stanley Cup to its full capabilities.
0: Exactly. Let us play hockey. Let us hold the Stanley Cup.
1: Go to 7-Eleven and fill up the Stanley <laughs> Cup with a with a cherry slurpee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what you got to do. It's the
0: only thing you can do. We don't need right, I, 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 I got another
1: topic for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so NFL Sunday Ticket has changed providers. It used to be a for decades It was a DirecTV exclusive product. If you wanted the NFL Sunday ticket, if you wanted to watch all out-of-market games anytime, you had to have DirecTV. That's changed. It's now on YouTube TV. Oh. And the prices are kind of nuts. Oh, yeah? You see this? Baseline package. If you have YouTube TV, you want to get NFL Sunday ticket, it's going to cost you $349. It's a lot of money.
0: What was the first number you said? Was that a
1: three? Three. $349. If you don't have YouTube TV, you don't want to subscribe to YouTube TV, you want to a la carte, it's going to cost you $449. What? Mac, you and I were talking when the Apple deal was announced for the MLS package, and we were surprised it was $100 for that. Right. Which, it seemed ridiculous for MLS, no way I was going to pay it um in the past you could th- the direct tv package was expensive but through you know signing up for an extension anything like that it usually if you were really like willing to make some phone calls and stuff sunday ticket would cost you about like a hundred maybe two hundred dollars for a season i'm talking now 450 dollars it's ridiculous what it's so <laughs> much
0: Isn't that how much like the PlayStation or the Xbox Xbox costs?
1: Yeah, you you could go buy a brand new PlayStation (laughs) for one year of NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube. That's ridiculous. Oh. I was on the, I was really like torn. Like I I still have not paid for the MLS pass because I just don't think I'm gonna Mm -hmm. use it that much. Right. I watch every football game and $450, no thank you.
0: Do you get any extra goodies? Like, Do they let you hold the tro- the Super Bowl trophy at the end or something? No,
1: the, 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 biggest, the biggest plus that you get from this mm-hmm. is that, um, I can't remember what the previous uh, sports package, I, th- I believe it was a bas- the uh, the basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube introduced their custom split screen. So you could put like three oh, or four games okay. up on the screen and you could choose whichever ones you wanted to have up there. Mm-hmm. You'll have that with the Sunday ticket which DirecTV kind of had that already. But don't pay attention to that. It was harder to use, but they kind of <laughs> had it. Um, and then I'll, also, I believe this doesn't include the Red Zone. I think it's still another $50 if you want Red Zone, which Red Zone is a necessary thing to have for football.
0: <laughs> I don't get it, what?
1: It's insane, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't see, especially with a change from it being part of your cable subscription To being Mm -hmm. now a thing, you have to sign up on YouTube. I can't imagine the subscription numbers are going to be super good for this.
0: Yeah, I I would be very curious to see the numbers on that. Um, I I don't. It seems it seems
1: insane, especially when you can like Red Zone is still available on other platforms, so you (laughs) can just like go to Hulu and pay fifty dollars to have Red Zone there.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, now, I'm not, I don't do the statistics regularly, but if I had to assume, those numbers are going to go up for the, the other red zone.
1: I, and, I, I'm unsure, I, because right now Hulu's like, they're really trying to push things on trying to get people to subscribe to them for sports, I, if you right. remember the the, um, the commercials. Hulu, Hulu has live sports, you remember this? Oh
0: yes, yes. All over I the place.
1: They <laughs> really, really want to have that. And so I think those numbers are going to be like, continue to be accessible because they really want people to subscribe to that package. Mm-hmm. Um, which was which is, by the way, was why DirecTV wasn't charging very much. DirecTV, was reported that they were regularly taking million, millions of dollars in losses on Sunday ticket every single year mm-hmm. because um, it was, they were the only people who had uh, Sunday ticket. So it was a continual—you knew people were going to re-up their DirecTV subscriptions every year because it was the only place to have Sunday Ticket. It was more—it was more of a draw to use the service than it was making money off the actual Sunday Ticket. YouTube is taking a completely different um, path with this, where they're—they're they're trying to make all the money off of this Sunday Ticket. I don't think it's going to work out particularly well for them. It seems like just a ridiculous
0: price. I, I I just I can't comprehend, just why they think <laughs> it's just so much money.
1: It's so much money. I'm it's, not interested. Like I,
0: oh yeah, I can
1: go a year without signing. I still have Red Zone.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll just
1: watch Red Zone.
0: I can see like, the groups going in on, just splitting it in like each. I I don't know how that I can see that that works, but like just a bunch of people going in on one thing which would not help their numbers but would help other people because
1: well we're talking about we're talking about streaming services right now mac there's another big thing that's got announced for a streaming service yes today officially Uh! (laughs) um hbo max they just got bought by discovery plus they're doing all this big changes and stuff and part of all these big changes that they've announced there's going to be a harry potter reboot mac done for tv (laughs) As a TV show, this is really interesting for a couple of reasons, and I'm just gonna say this off the back, Mac. What I need you to do right now, while we're talking, we're gonna discuss this story. I need because you're one of the biggest Harry Potter fans I've ever met in my life, and I've met some people who I thought were huge Harry Potter fans. You've <laughs> completely blown them out of the water. So while we're talking about this, uh while we're talking about this whole thing, I need you to start working on. I want your top five things from the books mm-hmm. that they didn't do in the movies that they need to do in the TV show. I need okay. you to start working on that for me, but. I've always said I thought that Harry Potter would work so much better as a TV show Mm -hmm. than as a movie. And me and and one of my friends who was a big Harry Potter fan, we would talk like eventually Harry Potter is going to get rebooted. And when they Mm -hmm. do, I hope that it's a more faithful adaptation of the books because Mm -hmm. so much stuff got left out of the books. And the, you know, some of the movies aren't as good as some of the others. You and I have like reviewed all (laughs) the movies in the series. Mm -hmm. And especially with how terrible the fantastic beasts movies were Mm -hmm. they really do like if they're gonna keep harry potter going as a property they're gonna have to reboot harry potter i think it's the only thing that will get people super excited about harry potter again yeah i mean so are you excited for a harry potter tv show mac
0: yeah yeah Um, i am I, i will always be excited for anything harry potter related um cursed child I was super pumped for didn't love it but it was still just the excitement around it was exciting in in and of itself um if it was good that'd be even more exciting um and you, we got let down with that we kind of got let down with fantastic beasts similar to Philadelphia we need this we need a win you need a win <laughs> we need a win for the love of God um so i I'm I am excited I'm like that world um particularly of just harry potter i've read the books five times all the way through i've done hours of research it's embarrassing how much research i've done um my confirmation name is even after a harry potter character so like it's i'm excited
1: Woo. Freddie asked an interesting question. uh, If it's going to be more faithful to the books or if it's going to be different in different ways. I do think that there's going to be some changes from the books. That's just sort of the thing you do during an adaptation. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be, you know, we're going from a two-hour movie to now we're assuming going to be like 45 to an hour-minute episodes. You're probably getting eight to ten episodes a season. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to fill out so much more time that you're just going to have to do all this stuff that got left out of the books.
0: Right. And like even with, chamber of secrets is probably i would say the the book that is the most faithful or excuse me the movie that's the most faithful to the book and that's because it's the longest movie um and that still left out a bunch it was still too long they they focused on the wrong stuff there um and that so i don't know we'll see what happens but
1: well yeah let's let's talk about the stuff that they should focus on mac let's get your top five (laughs) top five things the movies Top five things from the books that the movies didn't do that the TV show needs to do, Mac.
0: Yes, number five, more Quidditch. Um, Quidditch not only is sports and, and exciting in the in the in the uh, books, but it also sets up a lot of other points and characters, like you learn who Cedric Diggory is and Cho Chang are in Prisoner of Azkaban before they're even introduced, um, mm-hmm. and then in the, the books are introduced in the fourth in Goblet of Fire. Um, it establishes, um, Harry and the whole Dementor, um, fear, um, a bit more than in the movies did because of, like, Malfoy was scaring him and, and all that stuff. Um, and then, like, there's a whole, like, Quidditch plays a big role in Order of the Phoenix because Umbridge, like, bans them and, um, that's when Ron starts playing and, like Barely see anything
1: thing. of the Quidditch World Cup in the uh, in the Yes, movies.
0: exactly. It's like less than a minute of a scene. You get the lineup and then that's that. And it's annoying. Um and also I just really like the original lineup of the grid the Gryffindor team, the first um three books. I love Oliver Wood. Um and just also like The Chasers and You Get More Friend George and Harry's trying to figure out what Quidditch is. Um so i more quidditch, okay. please. more quidditch more quidditch more quidditch number four i want the the uh in order to the phoenix there is a scene during christmas when mr weasley's in the hospital and um you get the backstory on neville's parents who are um who bellatrix uh made them go
1: um mm, uh, right uses one of the uh the forbidden curses on mm-hmm. neville's parents and yeah, yeah you never see them in the movies
0: Right. Neville explains it very briefly in The Room of Requirement after a DA lesson, and that was it. You don't get to meet them. You don't get to see their relationship with Neville. Um, and I, it's a very touching moment in the book, and it's disappointing that it's not in the movies. Um, yeah. And it builds on Neville's character, so you gotta love Neville. Number three! Give us more holiday and summer shenanigans. It shows them that they're children still. They're 11, 12, and 13 years old. Let them go run amok in Diagon Alley. In Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry spends most of his summer by himself in the Leaky Cauldron, just going around, doing his homework in Diagon Alley, getting free ice cream, learning about the Firebolt and the Quidditch. And, like, he finally- it's, he gets to spend a summer just fully immersed in Diagon Alley and learning about people who aren't associated with the school. Um, and he's okay. just hanging out. He's that makes sense. he's a child. Sense.
1: Yeah, that makes that that. that's definitely something you got to do in a TV show.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: let's take two episodes to hang around Diagon Alley. That'll be fun.
0: Right. Exactly. And like the holidays, they they have like fun holiday times and like exchanging presents. They they have really cool presents uh, in in the books. So give us that. It's adorable.
1: Okay, Okay, I like it.
0: Number two, you got to get more characters in there. Uh, We want Peeves, more of the ghosts in general. Um. Hokey, which will give us the, um, whole, like, Crouch story background and, like, why Barty Crouch is a bigger character than he is in the movies. Um, and, like, Bagman and Charlie Weasley! We're missing a whole Weasley sibling in the movies! We barely even get Bill or Percy! We don't even get any of Charlie! Just more... more characters, please. (laughs) Number one... This is the thing... I don't know if this is top of everyone else's list, but this has been on the top of my list since I watched Half-Blood Prince for the first time. We need more of the Tom Riddle background and the Horcrux background because Mm. they do a terrible job of it in Half-Blood Prince. And you go into Deathly Hallows, you kind of know what's going on, but you also kind of don't... And you don't really understand, like... It doesn't... Harry's connection to all of that just doesn't make any sense without the a clear definition of a horcrux um and then like also just tom riddle's uh, a lot of half Princes prince is like going into tom riddle's memories and like finding why each horcrux is specific like hufflepuff's cup and slytherin's locket and gaunt's ring like we don't even see any of like riddles maternal side or and like why that stuff is important. show
1: him making the horcruxes yes. right? like going through all those mm-hmm. bron- like that's interesting stuff yeah. that, that people want
0: to see. And like it, explaining like what he has to, why it's such a big deal like you have he has to kill people yeah. in order to put this and they don't say that in the, in the movies at all it's you're just kind of thrown in
1: BC Lion, oh, this is a fantastic list by the way. I agree Thank with you. everything that you're saying. The, all these, all you. these things do need, this is a very good list.
0: <laughs> Thank you. BC
1: Lion <laughs> wants to know, McKenna, you mentioned that your confirmation name yes. was Harry Potter related.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was your confirmation name?
0: My confirmation name is St. Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <Is that> a, <laughs> um, There's not a lot on her, so the multiple reports I had to do on her never meant the page requirement, <laughs> but she was cool nonetheless so all right that's that like i love it <laughs> thank you well that's that.
1: gonna wrap up our harry potter talk for the week McKenna, <laughs> which of course we do every single week we do our harry potter segment <laughs> we got one more topic this is gonna be a quick one i just wanted to bring it up fcf was of course nominated for two two emmys Two. that's right th- that's which i believe technically mckenna makes you nominated for an emmy now, at least yes. one because you <laughs> You were in the production doing stuff. Shout out! Shout out to our our uh, technical director, Jim. Jim. Jim, congrats on the Emmy nom. Go, Jim! Wow. Um, but you know, I'm hearing hearing about the Emmy, hearing about like you know, fan control football awards, all this stuff. It got me thinking. I have an idea, McKenna. I want a mm-hmm. fan controlled award show. Yes. The fannies.
0: <laughs> yes. That's amazing.
1: I don't yes. have I don't have all the categories done. So I mean, this is it's fan controlled. So in the chat, let me know what categories do do we need to add to the fannies? We'll figure out how to get people to vote on these different categories. Right now I'm thinking like like one category idea I have is like widest guy in fan controlled television. <laughs> Max. So I mean, you got like Josh McCuga. You got Kanata. You got Patrick D's. You got Info Arcade. You got Stathead. You got AJ. You got me. It's a wide open category. Anybody could win it.
0: That yes. Uh, what would the statuette look like?
1: Um. Hmm. That's a good question because I think you would want it to be like a fan. Like a, like, like, but not like, like, but like, you know, like, maybe like, like one of the like fold out fans or like, oh, like fancy. a desk fan.
0: Oh, box fan.
1: Obviously it needs to look like a, butt. I don't, what are you talking about, Jim?
0: Yeah.
1: What does that have to do with anything? We're talking, it's a fan controlled award show. It's the fannies. Fannies. The award is a fanny pack. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, just, just tweet, just tweet at me. At Jose Ruckus, let me know what categories we need to add to the fannies. We're gonna make this happen.
0: Yes. It's gonna be great.
1: All right, well, I think that's gonna wrap it up. For the Mac. Mac, thank you so much for joining me on Don't Cause a Ruckus.
0: Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. You did.
1: A, you did a fantastic job.
0: I appreciate it. This is
1: uh, if fantastic. you didn't, know, Don't Cause a Ruckus. It's the sports debate show that tries not to take itself too seriously. It goes live on twitch.tv slash fan sports every Wednesday 6 p.m. Pacific time 9 p.m. Eastern. It also goes up as a podcast on the podcast services just go to the fan controlled sports feed where there's a bunch of other great shows like back at work on Mondays or the info arcade yeah. on Tuesdays. Check it out on the fan controlled uh, Fan Controlled sports YouTube page there. Check out the TikTok, because the TikTok, there's cool stuff going on in the TikTok. Jose Ruckus, gonna be on the TikTok a lot, I'll tell you what, because <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for stopping by. Everybody Everybody who watched it live, thanks for watching it live. You're listening on Podcast Services. Thank you very much. Don't mack a ruckus, maximum ruckus. But until next time, let's keep the ruckus to a minimum. This has been a presentation of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment podcast network. If you'd like
0: to create a podcast or live stream show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.